Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. All right, welcome to this hour of the program. We'll get to the uh, Harvey Weinstein scandal later in this hour. We'll continue our, our conversation about uh, some of the issues in Ward 7 ahead of Monday's vote. And certainly polls suggesting that incumbent Drew Farrell could be in for uh, a tough fight. On Monday, and I believe we are going to hear from Drew Farrell uh, later in this hour. A few other challengers to hear from. Up first, uh, off the top in this hour, we have joining us Brent Alexander, one of the candidates in Ward 7. Uh, Brent, good afternoon. Not a problem. My pleasure. Thanks for going. Uh, well, let's start with you personally. Why, why you're running and, and what motivated you to get into this race? You know, I, I ran last time as well, and uh, my motivation is uh, several fold. But I've always been incredibly involved in the community. And, uh, and both my community interests, whether it's on the local basis, larger, uh, whether uh, Calgary-wide or even province-wide, um, marrying that interest along with uh, my experience in commercial finance uh, seemed to bring uh, definitely a different set of skills and uh, perspectives to city that's been sort of lacking. So that was my motivation. Well, what has been lacking? In particular, what's been lacking, do you think, with the incumbent? Well, you know, the, the, the inability to understand cost-benefit analysis and, and, and really look at the whole needs of the community. Um, uh, so, for example, the green line going up uh, uh, Center Street, um, you know, the, the lack of planning for, for 10 years around that, but then also uh, choosing all the most expensive options, which means we actually have fewer service options because of the expense that's being put into place right now. Uh, big concerns, and, 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 and not even being able to understand that there was interest going to be charged on $1.5 billion over 30 years, and not even being embarrassed about that when it finally came out two years later. Uh, these things are, 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 are unexplicable to me and, uh, and, and amazing me at the same time. Right, what are what some of the issues that you've been hearing about uh, on the doorstep and, and some of the voters that you've been meeting? Well, several. Um, Trust is a huge one. And when I say trust, it, it encompasses a lot of different things, including the, the breaking of the, the contract with midfield mobile park residents, um, the lack of respect for the area redevelopment plans, and the fact that when, when the area redevelopment plans are ignored or broken, uh, they're often in favor of developers that are helping to fund Drew's re-election. And, and this is seen as a, is a huge issue. Even though it's legal and people understand it's legal, they don't think, see it as being ethical. And, uh, and they want to see it stopped. How does the issue of secondary suites tie into that? Well, how do you think council needs to change its approach there? Uh, you know, the vast majority of, of Calgarians actually uh, accept the need and desire for secondary suites. Um, the, the stumbling block seems to have been that uh, no one's paying attention to the concerns for R1 neighbourhoods and the fact that uh, many of them have invested in a certain style of neighbourhood and want to, uh, to, ma- to maintain that. So I'm completely in favor of secondary suites. I always tell people at the door that's the case, even in R1 neighborhoods. But I also explain that 
I want to give those R1 neighbourhoods an option to opt out if those R1 individual R1 neighbourhoods so desire to. Uh, that allows us to sort of break the, the logjam of this uh, ideological rift at City Hall um, where it's accommodating everybody's needs. And, uh, and I think that's uh, part of the problem right now at uh, City Hall is there's too much us against them, uh, black and white uh, version of uh, viewing almost every uh, file instead of saying, okay, well, what, what, what are the concerns? What, what's causing us to hold back here or not succeed in trying to address everybody's issues? Uh, what's going on with the economy? And, and obviously there, there are a lot of issues that, that have uh, affected Calgary, a lot of uh, different factors that, that have really hurt the economy of the last couple of years. But in terms of what City Hall can do, whether it's taxes, red tape, do you think we could be doing more to make this city uh, an attractive place for, for business and investment? Yeah, absolutely. You know, the the biggest issue when I talk to the small business uh, organizations, uh, the business improvement areas, or otherwise, it's it, it is red tape. Don't don't get me wrong. I'll get back to taxes in a second. But red tape is a massive issue, and it's not because that we have more things that need to get ticked off than any other city. In fact, that may not be the case at all. But but there's there's no alignment of uh, of systems in in our city. There's no processes that allow for um, businesses to actually come and, and, and get through the process as opposed to hitting brick wall, walls constantly. And I think it comes down to, and certainly this is what I've heard over and over again from businesses, is that there's this mentality, and I shouldn't say mentality, there's a situation which often occurs in large organizations where the front line have all the uh, responsibility and none of the authority. We've, we've got to get the front line to be able to uh, get some responsibility and also take ownership of the, of the organization in front of them, trying to work with them to get them through the process. And, and it's, it's killing our organizations. It's stopping them from being able to innovate. And we can make, and we can make changes to, to have this uh, change. Now, part of that change is, is what I mentioned earlier around um, giving the front line some of the uh, responsibility. Uh, and not uh, some of the authority, authority, sorry, not just responsibility to make changes. That'll help cut out some of the middle fat in administration if, uh, if the front line actually have the, re- the responsibility and authority to do things. Um, that'll help change uh, our cost structure significantly and, uh, and allow us to move forward on reduced taxes or at least, at the very least, reduced increases in taxes to no more than inflation and, and uh, population growth which would be the bare minimum target that we're, we're aiming for. Yeah, indeed. All right, well, Brent, we'll leave it there. Um, it's going to be a close race, I think, uh, in that ward. Uh, less than a week to go. Brent Alexander, Don C.A., if people want to find out more about you there. Appreciate making some time for us here today. And thanks for your time. Have a good day. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.